Hello and welcome to the 49ers First in 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined with 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Pilares. This morning, we're recapping the San Francisco 49ers 35-7 win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Levi's Stadium. Lindsay, what was the energy like in yesterday's game? I think energy is at an all-time high. I We heard head coach Kyle Shanahan say last week and when Jimmy Garoppolo went down that everything that the team wants is still in front of them. And they've carried that energy into this week 14 game. And you go out there, you see how great a rookie quarterback led this offense and then backed up by an amazing week by the defense. Again, this is nothing new for that unit. And then some big special teams plays and you just have a week of complimentary football and that gets everybody hyped up. And then you add the layer of getting a win against one of the greatest to ever do it in Tom Brady. And I mean, yeah, you you can't be anything but happy about it. We have to talk about Brock Purdy leading this 49ers offense. He became the first rookie in the Super Bowl era with at least two touchdown passes, one rushing touchdown, and a passer rating of 125 or higher in his first career start. Were you impressed with his performance? 100%. And if we want to add a stat to that, he's also the first quarterback to make a start against Tom Brady and come away with a win. Six others have tried and have been unable to do it. So yeah, I was incredibly impressed. I know that confidence was super high in Brock Purdy, but I think just because of the limited amount of open practice um, that we're allowed to watch as media members, you never really get to see until last week Brock Purdy take a significant amount of reps. So um, it was great to see on the field, and I think there's just an X factor to him. Um, Tampa Bay brought a ton of blitzes, and he was able to get out of most of them. He did take that one sack on the very first play of the game, but he actually said that that shakeup was kind of good because it made him really feel locked into the game after that. Um, you know, I think it was just everything you wanted to see out of him. It's very obvious that he knows the playbook well. Um, you know, his arm is good. Um, he was efficient, you know, 16 of 21 for 185 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, I don't really think that you could ask for more from a rookie quarterback stepping into a really crucial part of the season. Here's what head coach Kyle Shanahan had to say about the rookie quarterback stepping up for yesterday's game against the Buccaneers. He's played a lot of football in college, and he just got to play his first NFL game last week, and then he did the same stuff today. I mean, he's he, he reacts and runs around and makes some plays, and that's how he was in college, and that's how he's been so far in, in the league. And um, when you do that, it's how many good plays can you make without making the bad ones, and um, he's done that really well so far. Unfortunately, it wasn't a perfectly pretty game. There were a few injuries and a significant one to wide receiver Debo Samuel as he had to be carted off the field. Can you provide any details on who went down on Sunday? Yeah, definitely. Like you said, um, unfortunately, this was not a game which the 49ers were able to walk away without um, an injury list. And it was actually fairly extensive. Debo Samuel first came out on the injury report with the knee injury. It was later changed to an ankle injury. And then we heard post game from Kyle Shanahan 
he was able to confirm that Debo didn't break anything, uh, but wasn't give, able to give a firm answer on exactly what the injury was. And Kyle Shanahan said there's still more testing to be done. Um, then you have defensive lineman Kevin Givens. He suffered a knee injury in the first quarter. Cornerback Dante Johnson also suffered a knee injury. That was in the second quarter. He was ruled out for the remainder of the game. Sam Womack was evaluated for a head injury in the second half. And then per Shanahan, he has entered the concussion protocol. Then in the fourth quarter, we had defensive lineman Kerry Hyder Jr. suffer an ankle injury. Ambry Thomas also with an ankle injury. Um, and then again, the, the news that you don't want to hear, rookie quarterback Brock Purdy also dealing with an oblique issue. So kind of a laundry list of injuries in this one. Um, in terms of Brock's oblique injury, uh, he made an early exit in the fourth quarter, but Kyle Shanahan said that it was not due to the oblique injury. It just be was where they were in the game and with such a commanding lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was unfortunate that we had to walk away with this list of injuries. Listen in as wide receiver Brandon Ayuk gave his reaction to Debo Samuel's injury. I mean, it's always tough um, to watch somebody go down, especially one of your guys, especially a guy that's in your room, anybody going down, but... Um, you know, it's tough, uh, but like I said, we had, we had a task to go out there and complete. Um, we got to talk to him and see where he was at when we went in at halftime. Um, so we went out there after half and, and, and finished the mission. After the game, a lot of the guys were talking about playing through adversity and linebacker Fred Warner even mentioned that the team wanted to play for Debo and for the guys that went down, that it gave them another level of motivation to finish the game with a win. It was easy to see that the team stepped up and did just that. Can you talk about how powerful this defense is to support the 49ers offense? Yeah, it's just another big defensive display in week 14. I know that um, the pass rush really wanted to get a sack on Tom Brady, and they got really close many times. Uh, seven total quarterback hits in this game, and then, you know, three takeaways, two of them interceptions. Um, one was to Dre Greenlaw, the other to Tashawn Gibson Sr. Uh, Brady had three interceptions headed into this game and nearly doubled that in one game. So just a massive display by the defense. And like I've said multiple times, that's absolutely nothing new. Then you had Aziz Alshire uh, force a fumble in the fourth quarter you're going to get contributions from every part of this defense every game. And um, yeah, I mean, you could see that they were very much galvanized by the injury and wanted to go out there and really play for a, another teammate that suffered an unfortunate injury this season. This team has um, so many people to play for as as they recover and continue to heal throughout the season. The entire league has their eyes on San Francisco's defense. And over the past couple of games, linebacker Dre Greenlaw, big play Dre, has really made his presence known. Tell me about the impact that he has on the 49ers defense. Dre is a guy that just doesn't get enough shine, um, but I think he's finally starting to enter a lot of really important conversations. 15 total tackles yesterday, and it's not his first 15 tackle game. He also had a 15 tackle game week four against the Rams. Just 
a really huge impact player and a really big contributor to that middle linebacker unit of Fred Warner, Aziz Alshire, and of course, Dre Greenlaw, such a lockdown player. Um, And I think one of the best stories to come out of yesterday was his excitement to be able to intercept Tom Brady. Uh, It's a guy that he considers to be one of the greatest of all time. And Dre actually said in his postgame conference that he went up to Tom Brady after everything was said and done and actually had Brady signed the football that he intercepted. And then Tashawn Gibson, I believe, also got a signed ball. Fred Warner went with them and he said that Tom Brady was nice enough to be able to do that, especially after suffering the loss. So I know that that's a big deal for him. And talking about, you know, somebody that wants Dre to get more shine, that's definitely linebacker Fred Warner. He had some really nice things to say about him during his postgame press conference. Yeah, here's what Fred Warner had to say about his teammate Dre Greenlaw's performance on Sunday. Every single time I'm, I'm, I'm deep running the pain. I'm seeing like you know he checks it down. All I see is Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw. Like, you know, I think he's playing at such a high level, and he's he's probably not getting talked about enough. The the type of, um, the type of ball that he's playing this year. You know, the way that people talk about me, I think they need to talk about him in the same in the same way. I know. I know what high-level linebacker play looks like, and he's doing it, you know. So for anybody out there, like, think about Pro Bowl votes and stuff like that, like, he needs to be in that conversation. Speaking of, Pro Bowl voting ends on Thursday, December 15th. Make sure to get your votes in for your favorite 49ers players. But, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me. That'll do it for today. Thanks so much for having me, Bree. Don't forget to check out the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast on all platforms to hear exclusive one-on-one interviews with 49ers players. And for more information on the latest team updates, check out the news on 49ers.com. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify. You can hear from us again on Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in.